added time is supported by Fitbit. Get real-time insights on you and your world with the Fitbit Versa 2, the all-new premium smartwatch with Amazon Alexa built in, your personalised sleep score and a 5-plus day battery life. It's a grim and grey Friday morning in Dublin. Uh, so grim and grey, I just got out of the lift in the Irish Times with somebody who said, I opened my curtains this morning and the light in the room didn't change one bit. Uh, so on that happy note, we're going over to Japan. This is Maliki Clerken, of course, on the Added Time podcast. I'm flying solo today. Uh, Pat Nugent has better things to be at, but he will contribute later on in the podcast in, in his own unique way. Uh, but I do have uh, Keith Duggan and Gavin Komiski over in Japan. How are you, lads? Good, Malky. Yeah, no worries. Back in the back at the scene of the crime, where Japan beat Ireland for South Africa, Italy, back in the Akapa Stadium. Oh, sun shining. So you got out of out of Kobe straight away after the game, Gavin? Everyone went south to Fukuoka, basically to a beach town. Ireland, the media, everyone, and I've gone north, which That's really it. I was a bit sad. Well <laughs> a done, bit Gavin. sad when I was doing it. But you, like, you got to get out there and see the rest of the world. You got you know? to zig when everyone else zags, Gav. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so tell us about yesterday uh, my take on this game Gav was uh, oh my god Ireland are so boring well, I don't really whether they win or lose the World Cup is, is immaterial or at least felt immaterial yesterday it was such a dull game do you know Joe Schmidt teams used to uh, tear the likes of Russia apart um, mm. like no problem mm. and this team is just not playing like a Joe Schmidt team anymore it's just not there now you really do have to understand that the conditions and the 18 handling errors was down to the fact that that stadium is not really fit for purpose. Uh, when you, The roof had to be closed anyway because it was always going to be closed. But it's so sticky and humid and every team has been making mistakes genuinely. But having said that, Scotland made a load of mistakes and put Samoa away fairly, fairly impressively. Samoa are far superior than Russia. Uh, and there was way worse conditions for them, by the way. And Ireland's Ireland's have actually probably had the best conditions you could have in that stadium. And my God, that third quarter was as bad as I've ever seen um, Ireland in the last, I don't know, five, six, seven, go back until since the game against Italy in Rome, Kidney's last game. Mm. That's this is it. This is the this is that that third quarter was was as bad as it gets. Yes, it's a disjointed team. All of those things, they're coming in with loads of pressure on them. They feel maybe they feel like the world's against them, but um, it has you. Uh, it's a real kind of an unfortunate dose of reality that um, they might not be able to turn this around. Keith, what's your sense of them uh, mood wise? You, I mean, you've been around them, I guess, on, a, on and off for whatever it is, three weeks now. What, what do you, where, what do they look like to you? Well, my sense is in terms of their mood that they're, they're not. It, this, it seems to me, I don't know if Gavin would agree with this, but that they don't uh, fully know themselves mm. where they're at. And it seems like they're kind of feeling their way around in the dark from game to game. Um, like, come back to what you said, Malachi, in terms of, 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 of Ireland being boring. I mean, isn't it true, though, that their style was always kind of conservative and never mm. particularly adventurous? And that when they were beating big teams and they were beating France and they were beating England, etc., that didn't really matter because, you know, the victories were thrilling and the possibilities were thrilling. And the thing about over here is that, you know, they've been playing game they've been playing games that take place in Ireland in the morning. There's a huge sort of 
I guess, emotional disconnect. And they were satisfactory against Scotland. And then obviously we, we know what happened about Japan. And maybe people were a little bit guilty of, of, of underestimating mm. Japan as well. I mean, they're able. They're able to move the ball. They're able. To, they're able to score tries against the All Blacks. Um, like they're. They're not. They're. They're not. They're not a dummy. They're not a dummy team. And as Gavin was saying, you. It. It, it is. It is difficult to articulate just how. Just how horrible the conditions are in terms of, athletic endeavour. It really is. It's stultifying the heat, and that has to be taken into account. Um so you know it's it's. Uh, it's hard to know exactly where they're at. I mean, they're still going to qualify for the quarterfinals, but obviously, um, there's a sort of a there's a huge air of pessimism hanging over the thing right now. Um, you know, maybe that'll change over the next nine or ten days. Um, I didn't think they were that bad um, last night against Russia. I mean, I thought the first half was pretty. They were decent. very good. There was yeah. that. Mm. There was that. Well, what was the comment on it? What was the main? Why was there that? was oh, that? You know. <laughs> Johnny, obviously. Yeah. There was that period then, though, when, you know, obviously John, Johnny Sexton, as, as, you know, Gavin was writing about this morning, um, he leaves the pitch and, and sort of everything changes. It's like the entire, this sort of sense of purpose and tension leaves mm. the building with him as soon as he's, he's gone from the field. And it took, it took what was, I mean, it was, you know, an entirely new front row, was it not? New, 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 new halfback pairing and, it was really, really, it was really slippy, and then a lot of guys have been playing, playing a lot of minutes. Um, they made, you know, they made errors. You won't see Bundyaki dropping that number of, of balls again. It, it just, it just won't happen. Like I kind of, I wouldn't be all that concerned about those errors uh, in in that particular game. It's more whether or not they can just recover that. That kind of remorselessness that they had under under Schmidt. I I always felt watching them. You know, they were never particularly mind-blowingly fun to watch but they were they were extremely that's the thing though uh, I mean you say you don't expect those errors to, to to keep happening like what what will change like were, were they down to conditions and, and why would conditions be any different in a couple of weeks there, there will be better there will be better conditions because there'll be an open air stadium it's a real kind of it's a no ter- okay. no no back at the end and all that uh, they have they're going to fix their confidence uh, just to give you a, a kind of a scene setter where they're at because they had a media this morning and they did we had we were in the cattle mart that's a mix zone late last night and they're all giving their messages and it's uber positive still it's all coming that everything's going to be okay like Joe was asked about injuries and he cracked a joke about Conor Murray mm. by the second row and people people were sitting there going what is this yeah so, so t- it, it felt really tone deaf but um, he doesn't care and uh, like before the players came into the mix zone you could see them being instructed by their media handler to uh you could see they're being told to do this, 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 and this. Mm. And this is kind of come back and bit them. Like, you have to give them, a, you can't just, I can't just lay into them here because they're doing media all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you do have to have some kind of a plan. But after after performances, to come out and pretend that you that it was that was a good performance, like Nas Scannell came out and was asked, um, what, what did you think? Well, how did it feel when Sexton left? Because it really was so apparent, you know? Mm. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah. He just cried. He kind of just smart ass answer about how. Oh, he, but he was substituted. You know what I mean? Ha ha ha. Mm. And so that means everyone who's asking him questions then is going to go. Okay, you want to play it that way? That's fine. 
and it got a bit like, um, you, you mean that's acceptable, that performance? And he actually then spoke for about five minutes about how, yes, it was acceptable mm-hmm. when everyone was watching it and knows it isn't. But look, so they came in this morning, Rory Best, Jerry will have it in the paper tomorrow. He was the first guy who actually came up and fronted up and re- he basically said, I'm not going to ruin all that. Jerry will have a good piece on it sure, tomorrow. Yeah. He basically said, he basically said, this is not 2007. Right. This is a different thing. It's a different management. Everyone, look, we do need to get everything perfect. Otherwise, we're not, we're not the Ireland team you saw in 2018. Mm. We do have to be, we have to be flawless or we can't get near All Blacks. They're about to disappear now down to a lovely part of the world. Um, and this weekend, they're go, I think their leaders aren't in charge now. I think it's Robbie Henshaw, Bundy Aki and Chris Farrell who are in charge of the crack element of it. Right. Are taking over for a few days. And they're going to do what they always kind of just wanted to do at this period of time. And then they'll treat Monday like a test match. Mm. And they'll try and rebuild the whole thing again. But um, so that might work, you know what I mean? Mm. But... There's no evidence that it will, Mo. Oh, I can see, I can see them. I can see you writing it now, Gav. After we beat uh, uh, the All Blacks in the quarterfinal, that it all went back to that weekend when Bundy and Robbie took the lads out of the piss or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're going out for a big group meal tomorrow. But, but just to let you know, the reason why I'm just telling you about kind of exterior stuff and all that is because they've given no update news either, right? So Jordy right. Murphy pop, popped rib. We presume that's a disaster. That means they're down to four back rowers. So that means it's either what, just Omani or Van der Flyer as the open side, because Stander and Ruddock, if you're going to pick four, mm. just simply have to play. They're running out of no other options there. Looks like Jordy Murphy could be done. Uh, Robbie Henshaw was doing media today saying, I'm good to go. I believe it when I see it. And Joey Carberry, like, that has just not worked out, unfortunately. Mm. The guy who was supposed to be the star of Ireland's World Cup, essentially, um, did his ankle again and went over his ankle again before the game. So um, there is they, they won't tell us that there's anything. They still said, yes, scans. We'll see how they settle and all that. So um, there's no hard news coming out of the camp mm. and they're not doing any more media until Monday. They finally, they've gone off the leash. So um, you won't be hearing too much from Ireland. Hence, I've gone to watch some more other teams in <laughs> other parts of, other parts of the country. So You're, Keith's gone back to Tokyo. Very good. How, uh, how are you enjoying Japan, Keith? Oh yeah, it's really it's really enjoyable. Um, well, I'll just come back to to uh, your 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 open there, Malachi. Mm. The the weather's a lot more pleasant uh, for a start. I mean, it's it's not particularly nice to to play rugby, and I imagine, but it's it's you know it's, it's lovely to walk around, and it's uh, it's been really pleasant. And as a tournament, it's kind of low key in comparison to say something like a you know mm. a, a World Cup or, or or the Olympics, where it's you know it's sort of it's almost oppressive. Um, the, the the presence of of those organizations, it's it's much it's much more low key and it's it's very relaxed and as as you know as as Jerry and Gavin um, spoke to in, in in recent days, I mean they've been they've been very very uh, very nice hosts mm. to to people uh, to people come come and come and visit the various uh, the various host cities. I, are you you're getting around, Gav? Where is it? You're going to Shizuoka for for the Italy game? Is that right? Yeah, the way I've done this was um, I actually saw this kind of coming a while ago and I thought the Springboks would be a huge game to go to. Actually, turns out that tomorrow... So I've gone to Nagoya as kind of a base for just for, for the weekend. And I, you can because of your rail pass, you can just fly around everywhere. Like, I just jumped on a rail pass the other day before any of you had woke up in Ireland. Just went to Osaka by myself for a mm. couple of hours, in and out. Like, and it's like you're traveling like 
the length of Ireland in a couple of hours and then you can go zip back to where you are. Mm. So I'm over here watching this game and I'll go back to Nagoya tonight and then tomorrow, Japan, Samoa. Everything is kind of building around Japan now um, and what they what they could do. They could be like, what is this real? Like, is their de- defeat of Ireland going to turn into something really special? Um, and you can kind of see it building. So I'm going to go watch them. They're back up in Toyota City where I was earlier on. But yeah, Keith's right. I've I've been really lucky. Like, if we can just get because I know I sound so grim every time I'm talking about the rugby in the last couple of weeks. But no, no, when no, you, no. You just sound like yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 the this place. This is my second time being in Japan, and it's 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 genuinely been an an unbelievable trip. Like, it's there's so many interesting little bits and pieces to do and things to see. Like before the game yesterday, me and Jerry. Uh, we had a couple of hours and we went down to a temple together and we had this like it was this, this cool day in the middle of a city you just see this 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 infrastructure from the third century mm. and keith again said it as well the people i was a bit suspicious of this initially um but the people are um like they they change your attitude to life with how sound they are i mean <laughs> how they 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 really do like i actually thought it was i i was convinced that all of it was fake but you do keep coming increasingly more coming across people who are just, um, uh, it's just their way of life is to be, if, if you give them energy or you give them love, they just give it back to you. It's, it's, it is contagious. It took me three weeks to say that, but it, it is contagious. <laughs> Keith, Keith uh, you wrote a, a gorgeous piece last Saturday on, on sort of, you, you know, the sense of, of the country that you've got in, in your first uh, week or two there. Um, after the, the win over Ireland, uh, I, is it has there been a noticeable sort of catching on of of rugby of the Japan team all that sort of stuff? Well, I went along. Uh, so as, as Gavin said, I, I've kind of I'm, I'm over in Tokyo while while Jerry and Gavin are, are, are heading towards the west. I've come back here and I went to the Japanese press conference on the, the team press conference on Wednesday morning. And the, the 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 first one of those I went to was in Hamamatsu before they played Ireland, and it was kind of upstairs in a sort of a you know sort of I don't know like mm. a, a hall beside a hotel, and you know you kind of had to find your way to it. Uh, whereas this one was held in a massive kind of conference room. There's like maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty kind of uh, various mm. journalists there, a lot of TV cameras, and you know there was a big kind of upsurge in interest and you could yeah you, you could really you could really i mean it it made a lot of sort of sort of front pages here of of, of newspapers and just if you're flicking through the tv you, you could get the sense that it was you know it was a novelty that something had happened that they'd done something special um and i think on saturday evening it's 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 you know it's it's really primed for them to uh to, to, to double down on that um, and I'm kind of I'm going to see Argentina England uh, savage each other on on um, the, yeah, it's going to be the game of the tournament straight after that. I kind of I I kind of want to see um, how people here in in Tokyo respond to to the game. You know, if it's anything like you know you'd imagine a big say mm. soccer game here involving Japan mm. might be. Um, on the on the rugby then, Gav, you you're the the games coming up this weekend that Argentina England game is as you say epic game yeah Argentina are it, Argentina are gone if they don't beat England mm. so everything's on the line for them um, that England the England team really they haven't they've been kind of keeping it together keeping it nice and quiet under the radar and this team 
Um, it looks like the best team in the world at the moment, to be honest. It looks like the most settled best team in the world. It's the Saracens team multiple, with five or six other players who, like Henry Slade can't get into it, for example. And he's the guy like who like was the guy that kind of just put the spear into Ireland during the Six Nations. Um, they've got their guys. They've got everything they want. Um, so... We, we, yeah, it, it does go on up another level then. And um, it's kind of funny because it is comes in lulls and, and all that. Uh, I do have to mention, though, I went to um, Ossia Beach Town to go spend a bit of time with the Russian camp last week and uh, got like a, a couple of hours with Vazar Temiev, which is very, very rare when uh, you, mm. you get to sit with like a, a player in a World Cup and spend a bit of time with him. And he, um, now granted, he, he lived and lived in Dublin when he was a kid and all that and so so he played rugby over here with Luke Fitzgerald and all that. But um, he 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 has become become one of the stars of the World Cup because he's kind of gone out and he's the way he's kind of handled himself and the mm. way they, the Russians kind of went out and spoke to people and dealt with people and all that. Like they're not competitive, and we keep seeing this repeatedly. Like the teams, the the, the kind of tier two teams uh, keep coming out and they can't score anymore. Like for example, Ireland just wouldn't let them. They just nailed mm. them last night. Scotland, I'm pretty sure Scotland nailed Samoa. These teams now, it's the coach. It's this is going to have to. This will go on for a while now, for a couple of weeks, where you get an odd, brilliant game like we're going to see um, with England and Argentina. That's why I find it really interesting that I'm going to see Japan Samoa because can is the Japan thing real? Was it a really bad Irish performance? I don't think it was. I think the Japan thing is real. I think that means they should just take Samoa apart and uh, if that happens then where do you see the momentum behind the world cup of the host nation actually being the real thing you know i england argentina are you looking forward to it keith oh yeah i'm looking forward to it i've spent a little bit of time um just 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 around the the england camp because they're they're here in tokyo as well and as gavin was saying they're 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 extremely relaxed um they're 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 sort of they're evidently just enjoying this and it's, it's sort of a different uh it's a different sense to being around, um, to being around, you know, mm. sort of Ireland press conferences as a, as a helps been that they've twice. had their uh, um, two easiest yeah, games first though. They have indeed, yeah, but it's 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 more it's more just just this this sort of sense that they know they know where they're at and what they're about and you know they're they're looking forward to this. Um, so yeah, it, it yeah it should be it should be a terrific occasion. Haven't seen all that many England fans uh, around yet, uh, but yeah, I'm sure they'll uh, they'll be arriving. Uh, yeah, because I would I imagine. Eddie Jones, yeah. I think Eddie Jones, Miles, uh, sorry for interrupting. I think Eddie yeah. Jones has got it right, and we know he knows how to coach teams at World Cups. Um, whether that's that's not necessarily a reflection on Smith, we we just don't know yet, but. Uh, Jones's face. We, me and Keith were both at Australia Wells, and his he had the the Houston uh, Texans cap over his head. But he's he went up on the big screen, and uh, all the Wallabies thought it was the Welsh, and all the Welsh thought it was the Wallabies. But the entire stadium just booed him like just like <laughs> on it. And he he did, normally Eddie would laugh it off. He's, he's some man for giving out the slags and all that, but he didn't. He didn't enjoy that. I don't think. But um, because the loser of that game is going to play, presuming England get the job, do do beat Argentina the loser of that game, which was Australia. So there is a quarterfinal teed up for England. But mm. as has been pointed out recently, England, although I've said they look like they can win a World Cup, they have to win a sec- the most difficult Grand Slam imaginable. They have to beat Argentina, France, Australia, probably New Zealand, and then I say South Africa or Wales mm. in a final. Mm. So you can't have a harder run to a World Cup. Mm. So they will start losing players like like Greg. We put it to Greg Feet today going, is it a problem? Because the Irish injury count is just, it's so, again, it's so depressing, but it's it's constant. Like there's loads of injuries that we don't even know about. And I put it to Greg Feet and he was like, trust me, everyone's going to catch up with us. Everyone else is going to have these problems as the, as the weeks go on and they start getting into 
vicious games. Just on that, isn't the isn't the real frustrating thing there, Gav? Is that the injuries all seem to be half injuries? In that, uh, like it's only Jordy Murphy that that has that has been sort of dragooned in, uh, and he's he he looks like he could be gone now. Like they're not bad enough injuries to swap new players in. Well, yeah. Also, the thing is, uh, like, so Robbie Henshaw's and Joey Carberry's. Uh, in, in like in another time they mm. would have been parked like in the Six Nations they probably wouldn't have been parked yeah. this is even longer you know yeah. so uh, the Henshaw th- they took they took risks with Henshaw and Carberry but the other thing is who are you bringing in like we started did we, did, we did the sums last night on if Jordy Murphy's gone did it just go to Dev Toner like because clearly Jan Klein Jan Klein yeah and just yeah. go Ty Byrne Henderson your makeshift back rowers as you mm. always have been and go back and like because Tommy O'Donnell like He's not getting anywhere near the team for a quarter final because they'll go with O'Mahony or Van der Flyer at open mm-hmm. side. So, Tommy, and we asked them last night, and they said you kind of tend to have to have been training with the camp in the last year, in the last few months, to mm-hmm. be in the reckoning. So that kind of leaves them with: do they go back to Toner now? And f- that means also then that they're admitting that they have to kind of half admit that uh, the Jan Klein experiment. And this, yeah, last night was supposed to be his game where he is the big tight head enforcer yeah. I didn't see him he played for 60 minutes I just didn't see him uh, and I haven't actually seen him in most major games I've ever watched Munster and when he's played for Ireland in the last couple of weeks well thank God so, I thought that was just me I was going to ask you what, what am I missing about Jean Klein do you know I was looking at him um, last year I was went to, I did a statistics piece and I broke it down and he was like carries, tackles hits, rocks, and all that he's bed middle of the road when you compare him to all the back rowers and locks in the Munster Leinster Ulster Connacht but so he's nowhere near the, the numbers that a James Ryan puts up and all these kind of guys. So I don't know. I really, he really needed to be it really, that they really needed to justify his existence last night, and it didn't happen, you know. And it was the game for forwards to dominate, and when they really needed it, they didn't. But uh, I've just fallen back into having a go at Ireland again. Sorry. <laughs> um, this is this is the chilled weekend where ev- where everyone built back up their confidence. Um. <laughs> well, in that spirit, we will finish off with. I did mention uh, Gav. Uh, you you put out the call on, on Twitter. We needed uh, another haiku from uh, Mrs. Pat Nugent. And so we will finish with that today, even though he isn't here. And her contribution to our World Cup continues apace. She's doing more than than I am. Uh, And her verdict on yesterday was slippery nippon, balls and confidence dropping, we failed to impress. God, she's not pulling any punches. She's she? really not. She's she, she's clearly taken her lead from your uh, player rankings. <laughs> anyway, gentlemen, go and enjoy your weekend, and uh, we will talk to you at a later date. Thank you very much. Happier times ahead. Thanks, that has to be. Has to be. Uh, thank you to Declan and JJ behind the desk there. Uh, thank you to Pat, who isn't here, and Mrs. Pat, who isn't here either. And uh, I will talk to you all next week. Cheers. Added Time is supported by Fitbit. With Amazon Alexa built in, your personalised sleep score and a five-plus day battery life, Fitbit Versa 2 takes smartwatches to the next level.